Little Bit, week 33 upon the bus, with me, your host, Avner, and my co-host, Amelia. Hello. We're actually running on time. The bus is on time this week. You know, it's been late for a few weeks, and now we've got two at once. Our listeners are so used to us, you know, coming 45 minutes late, <laughs> that they're going to be shocked to see us. We never tell anyone what day it is, because no, it's usually but... like a Monday night, but... It's actually Saturday, early afternoon. Early afternoon. It's yeah. it's not even two o'clock. Should we kick on? Yeah. With the week's we proceedings? The a week has happened. I'm revving the engine up. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Right. First stop, Slater's. Part one. Part one. This is, this is Slater's, as in Stacy, Martin, Ruby, the lads. I'm going to shock the listeners today by okay. saying that this was a storyline that I actually thought was well done. And moving on. No, so, next I, up, we've got... <laughs> I know that you disagree, but I just... So, for anyone who just listens to us, you know, for the enjoyment, but doesn't watch EastEnders, which I'm sure is a lot of you, we are great personalities. Uh, we had Stacey's long, uh, long-term friend Ruby come back. She went out for a night with Martin and some of his old school friends. Lads, lads, lads. Uh, they went out drinking. Stacey and Martin went home. And then shoot to the morning where the lads come out thinking that it was a great party and Ruby doesn't think that and actually tells Stacy that she'd been raped. Yeah. That's that, that a happened. massive storyline, don't you think? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about why I really liked it and then you can you know, you can kind of come back and talk about why you didn't because I know that while we were watching I don't, I don't, it, I don't think I didn't like it. Okay, I'll talk about why I really thought it was well done, and then you can rebut any of my ideas. Yeah. First of all, it was really uncomfortable to watch. You and mm. I both said that. Like, we literally, we had to, we talked about, like, maybe watching two tonight and two today, like, last night and today. We spoke about cutting a them A discussion up. was had. A discussion was had. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable, and I think that that's really well done. And then I really liked the idea of the, you know, the contrast in the conversations, which is what I know you didn't like. But I liked the idea of these guys, you know, you'd hope that it just turns out to be a misunderstanding that they actually didn't realise that what they'd done was wrong. Because it doesn't strike me as them coming out and, like, you know, saying I'm a sexual assaulter and I plan to assault tonight. It was just a lack of understanding about consent. And I think that that's a really on-topic conversation right now because I don't think anyone is explicitly taught consent. It's like the cup of tea method when you talk to kids. Like, so... You teach them consent by talking about a cup of tea. Have you heard about that? No. You might say to someone earlier in the day, do you want to have a cup of tea with me later? And Abner, you might say yes. But you don't have to have that cup of tea if you don't feel like it, even though you said yes. Likewise, if you're halfway through the cup of tea and you don't want to drink it anymore, you don't have to drink it. Likewise, you might change your mind after saying, no, I don't want a cup of tea. And you might say, yeah, I do want a cup of tea. It's like that. But no one teaches kids or young adults explicitly what consent is. And that's what I think EastEnders really, really got. Because watching Ruby, I felt so awful and so disgusted for her. Yeah. But then watching Martin with his friends, where they just had no idea what the, what they had done was wrong, because she'd been apparently up for it in the club, which is still mm-hmm. wrong, but they, I think they really captured that, that they didn't realise what they'd done was bad at all. The idea of Martin not knowing whether to trust um, Ruby or his friends. And I think that... Like you said, if you if we had had this character storyline being someone that we'd known for a long time that had been a regular on the show, it wouldn't be so hard for Martin to kind of to not know who to side with. Yeah. But because Ruby had just come back on the scene as had his friends, he to he toed and froed a little bit, and then sometimes mm. I think that's what you have to do as well because if you're not really involved and like everyone said on the scene on the show, you weren't there, then it's hard to know you know, who to trust. And I think the um, the scene where Ruby went, and even though she felt uncomfortable, she went and was supported by her friend to go to the clinic, I thought that was a really great thing for, you know, for people at home to be watching. Like, what you should do, you don't have to make any decisions, but try and back yourself for future decisions. I just, I really, I think EastEnders did a good job. I've gone on to it, but really, I just, I just, it was not a right storyline. It's, it's another Shaki situation. Yeah. They, they're just, they're hammering these... Oh, it's going to sound bad. They're not really going for a real-life story. They're going for the over-dramatic, over-pushed. Like, we've just had the stabbing stuff. We've got mental stew. And it's like like a massive over-dramatisation. I know it's EastEnders, but get some real stuff in there. That's, that's what I mean. Like, it is real. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not, saying it's not real. 
I can hear Joan of Arc right now. I can hear her. But it was, it was well done. I didn't mind it. I just didn't... I didn't want a whole episode of it. And the whole back and forth that you mentioned just reminded me of like a, a, of very, a very dramatic version of Greece. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Summer loving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, when you did say that, I couldn't help but see the similarities for the rest of the scene. I wish you... Because I was... I was still into it. I was still enjoying it. But as soon as you said, summer love, I was like, oh no. <laughs> but I guess, I guess like they did it for a reason. They showed the two slides. And as you say, it was, it was well done in that respect. Like it, they've made it a very grey area. Even when we had a conversation about uh, how Ruby had said she felt like she'd owed someone. Mm. I mean, that sparked a conversation between us that we'd never had. And mind you, Easton has never sparked any sort of conversation between us. Oh, it except, does. Except... Ruby taking a poo. <laughs> I, mean, I know that done every week. It sparks the you wanna watch you send this? Oh, yeah, right, put it on. <laughs> or can we just stop after this episode? No. <laughs> just get it over and done with. Yeah, yes. that's the best way to take you There is a lot of Aristotle's conversations, but we did actually have a real conversation last night. <laughs> I, I think I agree with you in terms of like there's a lot of like incredibly dramatic storylines at once. Hmm. I think that maybe we it would be nice to have just kind of like a an easygoing storyline in the background because it they were uncomfortable. All of them this week were uncomfortable. I don't know about easy go. I just something enjoyable, something it, like something someone's in- having a baby or yeah, someone's maybe. getting married or it's you know or it's two guys, two people are falling in love. I just I, I don't really know because or someone's adopting a dog. I just need like, something <laughs> that in like for five minutes in every episode. Like I've said that and I've thought like would I actually tune in to see you know. Um, Karen having an issue with her Wi-Fi and having to bring the Virgin Man out. <laughs> would I? Would I sit and watch? Probably, actually, yes, I would. I would love but, that. But, I would love to see a storyline of Karen just a having minute, Wi-Fi issues. Just a, Keegan trying to log on through the emails. He can't get in. Just a five I want to go on MSN, segment. Mum. But I also think that, like, if you didn't do it like this, especially this storyline, it would be too easy for it to kind of all go away. And then I also really liked that Ruby said she didn't fight or struggle because I have heard people say that they don't think that it was assault because that person didn't struggle. And I think that's that's taken me a long time to think about whether it was or it wasn't. Mm. Yeah, I think I do agree with you. They have done a good job. From a neutral point of view, if you were just to sit down and watch it, I didn't really like the way they did a whole episode on it. I think mm. it could have been broken up with other things, but I can see why they did it because it's an important matter. And, you know, it got the message across the two contrasting yeah. things and they moved on from it. They didn't... They haven't hung on it the whole week. They've, yeah. It's been going the whole week. They had one whole episode, but they haven't hung on it. They haven't done a shaggy where they've just what? kept on like dragging it in to every. The shaggy's being dragged in now to, <laughs> to storyline. It's still shots care. where it's just they're all they were always on his bench. <laughs> yeah, I just I like, don't care anymore. I think you pretty much summed up. It was, it was a good idea, and it was it was well pulled off as far as I'm concerned. All of our listeners know, even the ones that hate us, know that we don't give that seal of approval with you know with knowledge that next week's will be just as good we say well done to eastenders and then we quietly sit back and say but there's no good karma coming to you next week if you mess up next week we'll call you on it but this week good job don't get lazy next week i mean can i can i step away from the topic matter yeah of course. and now deconstruct the the writing and everything else that was stupid funny and brilliant about this storyline again I say this, as I said with Shaki, this is not saying what happened was right. I'm not saying yes to rape. Bill with it says no to rape. I assume, as, as yes. I've, as I've said with Shaki, we didn't say stabbing, let's go do some. I can verify that I've known Ebony for a little while now, and he has never, with me, Gone either stabbing. personally or publicly, said yes to rape or stabbing. So yes. And neither have I. I cannot remember a time where you've said yes to either. No. Thank you. There was a time where you were holding a knife and putting a balaclava on, and you said, just out stabbing. That was Halloween. I was stabbing tomatoes for a beautiful Italian <laughs> pasta sauce. Yeah, oh, you, and your face was really cold. That's why yeah, you Yeah, it was really cold, and also you don't want tomato in your hair. It's acidic. It's, it's, that is true. So, stepping away from the subject matter, well, let us talk about mm-hmm. what was funny during it. Because <laughs> there um, was funny stuff. Can I bring up just Martin? <laughs> It's like he'd never seen Stacy before, and also Stacy that dress. Was it a dress? Or was it like a? It was like a shoulder padded. It was shoulder padded. Uh, it was full on like long uh, sleeves. It was black with rhinestones. Stacy's 
like Lacey Turner is actually really beautiful. I do think she is. Yeah, she can like, she's herself up, right? Yeah. But what was that? She's not forty five. <laughs> she's not trying to recapture her youth. She knows a youthful she's look. Living her father, her baby's one of her baby's fathers, works on a stall. He could have hooked her up with something a bit nicer, and yet she came down in that. And Martin's that eyes basically stall. fell out of his head. My fit wife. My wife is fit. Fit wife. I'm Martin Fowler and I've got a fit wife. What else does he have though? Fit wife! So Martin went to a school union. You yeah. touched on it already. This mm-hmm. is where the whole thing kicked off. Um, and he was like to and from, from did he want to go or didn't he want to go because he only owns a fruit and vegetable and all his other friends are seemingly big city players. Yeah. Um, liars. <laughs> of the London world. And it was just the only thing he had going for him apparently was Stacey. Like, even when he was there, he was saying, I own my own business. But have you seen my fit wife? (laughs) Yeah. Have you? felt kind of bad for Martin, because sometimes... Because he's a loser. But also, how old would Martin be? Like, how old do you have to be to have a school reunion? It must be, like, mid-30s. And everyone else seemed really young, and and then... (laughs) Full of energy. But then, like, Nana Sonia was there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, grooving. I did enjoy the fact when they got to the club, and um, Martin was introducing all his old school friends, which... It felt like we should know, Ross? but it's like Ross Swindon, Kenzie. Kenzie's a very modern name as well. Someone telling you that na- someone's named their child Kenzie in the eighties. I reckon they named him Ken, and he went out and like he rebranded it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm Kenzie now. I'm still calling you Ken. But that that reunion seemed to happen midday again. Oh, the timings. Are... So what was it happening? It seemed to happen in his... the morning because Keanu was still sending Bernie off to go to school. Uh. And then we had them at E20, and it was kicking off. Mm-hmm. The music was blaring. And, and then it cut to outside. And it's like daylight. Someone's walking their baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then later on, Kenzie, or the couple of episodes later, Kenzie said, um, oh, I don't know what happened. I was on the beers since 12. Is that because he was in the club? Were they yeah. all on the beers since they 12? They all started at 10.30 <laughs> for brunch. The, I said the club scenes were dead, and that was... that was. Um, There's only ever seven sh- people in there as well. Was it a class of seven at Wolford High that year? <laughs> that was shown very well by Kush standing in the corner on his phone. Why was Kush there? <laughs> yeah, Kush, a relatively new character, no, apparently he, went to school with no, Sonia and he Martin. No, he just went, Martin just invited him to yeah, go. Can you just invite random no, people to reunions? So. Like, I could get my like, Stacey I can go to E20. Yeah, I I must, they mustn't have been able to book out the whole of E20 mil. was just like, you can have it here, but I'm not. You're only seven people. I'm not closing down the club for you. I'm surprised. Not on a Tuesday afternoon. It's my biggest time. But like when they were outside on the steps and you just thought like, oh, this is like every sloppy drunk couple I've ever seen. But like, was, Martin was just so taken with Stacey. You're so fit. We were just so fit, Stace. You're fit. <laughs> did he look at his script and go, I'm just saying the word fit over and over again. But it was guys. basically, um, he did say it's he was a like, typo. Have you printed out the wrong? No, that's it. Oh, right. Easy week. Okay. <laughs> oh, Stace, you're fit every day, but today, especially fit. Does he there not is... have any synonyms for fit? There is Attractive, beautiful, gorgeous, lovely, handsome. <laughs> He's got his fit wife with her shoulder pads. And her addiction oh, to max running. Do you think her shoulders are real that thick? Or do you think those are pads? Is that what Kenzie and the lads were saying? Yeah. That whole episode where it was just Ruby. It started off with um, a very judgmental Sonia, which I go oh, think, and Honey, which Sonya. again just solidifies their part in the show as just horrible women. Yeah. Just Sonya. Honey, I've said before, is one of my least favourite characters. But and now Sonia as well. You got pregnant at 16. Don't she's, be judgmental. But she's taken this dot role. Yeah, she really didn't get painted well this episode, this week. She no. was, re- and that scene was really gross to watch. And it- <laughs> Especially because she was obviously shaken up. She was obviously upset about something, and Sonia just did not care. Yeah, no Sonia's one- meant to be a nurse who can read like signals. She's also like trying to be caring and like, oh, she's just really come off really badly to me this week. We had all these these shots of the the group of lads being lads. Oh yeah, that was which uncomfortable. Was uncomfortable, but also funny where they came over to uh, Martin's stall and they were like, "You could take the morning off," and you rightfully turned to me and said, uh, <laughs> "You can't take the morning off. He's he's running a market stall. No one's going in the late afternoon to pick up their fruit no, and veg." No, yeah, the, the point. This of is the one is point. Go in the morning. <laughs> this is the one time that he can't take off. I mean, he's literally turning up at like eight thirty anyway. That's late. 
He doesn't understand. This is why he has no money. He's never on it. And this is this is also it, the, their way of persuading him to come out to play football in the park like a group of ten year olds. Why are they still there? Go back to your lives. Have they not got jobs? No. I thought they were all high business people. They, were they chucked a sickie. All of a sudden, they want to chuck a sickie and hang out with Martin, the fruit and vegetable owner. They persuaded him to get off the stool and spend the morning with him and play football. Yeah. was by going over to Shrimpy and saying, Look, Shrimpy's a legend. He'd do it. No, no, they said Shrimpy will cover your stool. Oh, was that it? Not that Shrimpy was going to come with them. That's why Shrimpy was like, oh, far out. Like, Shrimpy's... I hope Shrimpy takes a little bit off the top from when he has to cover all these stools. He's, He's constantly yeah. covering stools. I'd love there to be an episode where... Um, we just follow Shrimpy and Tracy. I was just thinking, because we've got a few people wearing stools, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We had Donna as well, but she's gone now. Um, but <laughs> it's just an episode that follows Shrimpy. He didn't talk the whole way. It's a silent episode. Oh, nice. But you just get loads of characters come up to him and say, um, oh, Shrimpy, can you look out of my stool for 10 minutes? And he goes, oh, right. And then, like, another person. And by the end of it, he's, he's running all the, all stools. the stools. And he's having to mm. run back and forth. Yeah, like all in that. silence. That's good. <laughs> he can't talk. With, like, with, like really overpowering, like, empathetic, like, powerful music in the back. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he clutches his chest and he's a heart attack and he dies. I like that. Yeah, that's really good. And everyone, comes, and everyone comes over and goes, why? Why would this happen to such a great man? Not Shrimpy. Not Shrimpy of all people. And he has a funeral, and then in the funeral, loads of actual market stall owners um, Cut come this and bit out. <laughs> come and they they have like talking heads midway through, saying it is really hard being a market stall owner. I have to cover sh- stalls two, three times a day at, on average. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he's being loaded into the grave you just see loads of actual market stalls <laughs> and people just, just buying stuff out of let's get back on the bus and now it's time for who 20 it's me 20 a game where i give you and abner a series of clues and you have to guess the current cast member based on these clues All right this character first appeared in 1985 with only two breaks from the show so far long running yeah. Um, oh, it's not Martin, is it? Because oh, <laughs> he's had, yeah, because he's had, had a couple of accents. He's been, had, a, he's been a couple. Of, I had amazing stories yeah, for on. you, though. Amelia's fact file, fact file, fact file. Yeah, you would never. Oh, this character has two children, also step parent to two others. Has been in prison. Has he? This, yes. What for? As a teenager. Oh, naughty Martin. This character, when they were ten, were placed under the supervision of a social worker. Due to being involved with lots of gangs and street violence. Martin. This character became pregnant after one drunken one night stand after breaking up with the actual girlfriend. Wait, wait, wait. Martin became pregnant? This is. <laughs> Where is this episode? When two people are having a baby, you can say that they're both pregnant. Did you know that our Martin Fowler's grandmother wanted him to be an abortion? Because when Pauline and her husband and Arthur told her about the pregnancy and they were living, with um, the grandmother, she said, no, you, this is a mistake, and um, either put them up for adoption or get them aborted. And it's very cyclical because when Stacy told him about baby Arthur, mm. he wanted her to have a termination as well. And he agreed to have baby Hope with Stacy after being stuck under a bus. He agreed. Yeah, I'll Stacey. only get you out of this situation, Martin, if you have a baby with me. Oh, t- uh, um, I'm going to die, though. I know. So what's it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? Let's move on. Uh, time for the Owens. Aww. The continuation of uh, Ray and this his little storyline. Story. Is it? For Hunter. Poor Hunter. He calls yeah. out his, for his dad last week, and this Long week time we fan of the show. We found out that Mel does she trust Ray? Does she not trust Ray? Does she trust Ray? Does she not trust Ray? In the end, overhears him going to Matthews, follows him, which turns out to be a pediatric hmm. um, wing in a hospital, and finds out that he has a wife. And a son. So it turns out she was right. She should not trust Ray. <laughs> so last week I asked EastEnders, my Christmas wish was to have Jack just savagely turn Mel down. And what did we get this week? Got this week. Savagely. Just Savage Jack. Not even, a, not even a goodbye Mel. It was a Tracy Dummer by the log. I've written, yeah, I've written here, Detective Jack off the case. Quickly followed by Detective Jack on the case but he's being paid for money yeah for money he's not doing it for mel he's very very like literally don't care do what you want jack gets stuff done he gets that envelope in quick timing as well he had a little looksy loo as well didn't he (laughs) of course he did Mm -hmm. he likes to know that he's right that's why so this guy literally 
This guy. So, Ray Simon. I'm trying to work out the timeline because, I mean, like, we don't, we didn't know how long that Ray had been out of the picture when Mel and Hunter came back on the scene. Like, we knew that they'd broken up, but Hunter was still texting him and talking to him. I'm really confused, but is this guy just literally just cheating on two quite, you know, all right, you know, not stupid women for 17 years? Like, it's a long time. Also, why does he have to change his name? And does he never work at the Met? <laughs> yeah, when is he working at the Met? When, when's he doing that? Where does he work? He doesn't have time. Do you reckon that Hunter might be gay? Gay for Ray? Oh, yuck, no. No, no, no wait, wait, wait. Do you reckon that Ray has, like, groomed him? And that's why no. I could think about it. Think how besotted Hunter is with yes, Ray. Yes, because he loves his dad. No, he's he's beyond besotted. Like, the only, no. time he's, the only time in the whole show... Th- think about Hunter as a character. The yeah. only time he's ever, ever cracked a smile is when Ray is in a scene with him. Yeah, because he was a small baby. He's never met his real dad. He had no dad, and then he had, like, a stable father figure for a little while, who then left. He loves him as a dad. He likes having a father figure. I think there's something creepy about it. There's no... No, I really don't think so. And that's why he wasn't interested in Jack being the father figure. What I'm trying to highlight is that this is EastEnders. I don't think... That Ray and, and Hunter are going to run off together. I think I don't have together, but I think Ray might have groomed him and Hunter's like in love with him. Why were they going out and hitting on middle-aged women together then? Another woman that Ray's sleeping with. <laughs> How does he have a relationship <laughs> with three women? Uh, but the actor who plays Ray yeah. has come out and said, this is a lot of research for Bill with it, I know, his character story is going to go a lot deeper than people suspect. That scene where we had um, Jack hand over the envelope to Mel mm-hmm. and Ray was watching in the car. A little creepy. Just but one of them turn and go... It oh. was, it was so cl- It was. He wasn't parked far away. He Why might did as no well have like... on the horn and go, yeah. hey, get away! <laughs> and also, how does he know so much? I reckon he does work as a police officer. Uh, we had Ray... Um, accusing Mel and saying to her how can I trust you? Oh you loved this Smith, you literally laughed out loud. I don't always made me laugh like kind of watching it but also in my head developing my own storyline mm-hmm. which was Mel walking around this children's ward and like looking through the windows like Yeah and... she, who would let her in? Like I'm pretty sure with children's wards you don't just come in willy nilly. I guess she could probably come in easier because she looks like very mumsy-ish Whereas I feel if, like, uncomfortable. What if, if like, Stu a, came um, in? If, if a Stu character or like a, uh, I don't know, an, an Ian Bill or a Billy oh, yeah. came in. Yeah, they probably would have like chucked them straight up. But I think Mel probably gets away because mumsy. It's an indictment of the NHS system that you can come in if you look mumsy. <laughs> You're mumsy looking. In you come. Yeah, so when this storyline was going on and she was like patrolling the ward looking yeah. out for Ray or Simon, um, I was hoping that she'd look in a window and you'd just see a baby... But it's Ray's head, and it's actually. Oh my god! Stop. No, no, no. And the big reveal was Ray's actually a baby, and he's he Benjamin only, Button. He can only turn into a human, like a human. <laughs> he can only turn into a, a fully grown man for like eight hours a day, and the rest of the time he has to skulk away and be a baby. In the <laughs> like, water. The, like the Swan Princess, she only becomes a princess at night, but when the sun yeah. comes up, she must be on the lake <laughs> to become the Swan again. Yeah, and that's what we get, and that's the sto- that'd be great as a storyline. You would you what? take that? And what would she she would look in the window and she'd go, Ray? When it comes to Ray Kelly and your storylines and your ideas, <laughs> I truly You wonder why? Your your storyline idea is that Ray is a baby for the majority of the day and must go <laughs> back and sign himself back into a cot where Mel Sign himself and <laughs> she's turning into a baby. And his hand goes short, and he goes, "Oh no!" He's got to use his left hand. Where's his like? Where's his clothes going? He's got going? two Who's baby legs. Who's letting him out? Does he have the brain of a hu- of an adult? Like when these he's a all baby? questions. Now you're getting into it. These all questions. Does he know he's a baby, or when he's a baby, does he not understand? I think he's still got his memories does in his he brain know there. That he's an adult, so when Mel picks him up, he goes, um. <laughs> "Yeah, I think he because his head is the exact same, but his body." Yuck. What? That's disgusting. Why is that disgusting? Um, an adult-sized head. That would yeah. crack that baby's neck. An it's adult... not a normal baby, though, is it? Yeah, but it's, it's... not going to work. It's a heavy head. 
Look at me and tell me if this was a actual storyline. If this happened and Mel looked that window and she saw baby Mel, baby Mel, baby um, oh, baby Mel in there as well. Are they clones? Ba- <laughs> is he cloning everyone on EastEnders? There's a baby version of everyone, including baby Hope. Why not? And then she looked through the window and she saw the baby Ray, and it, it cuts to her face. You don't see it yet, but you cut her face. It's all shocked. And then you cut to him as baby Ray, and then you get the do 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 do. Tell me you would not be looking forward to my episode. I would episode. delete BBC iPlayer <laughs> no. off the PlayStation and say, <laughs> Tell me. that's done now. Tell me you would not watch it. I wouldn't watch it. You wouldn't watch it? No. Why? You, yeah, you want to know why? Why? It'd make you too happy. <laughs> you know you'd watch it. No one would expect it. It'd be amazing. Just because it's not expected doesn't mean it's amazing. <laughs> People don't expect tsunamis, and yet they're not amazing. Why don't they do that? EastEnders colon tsunami. They live near a large water source. Thames. You don't really get... A, you'd have to get the tsunami from the ocean. It doesn't matter. Also, are you? Does, is Britain on a fault line? <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. It does, though. Tsunamis occur through, like, fault Loads line Loads of weird stuff happens on EastEnders that wouldn't usually happen. Why tsunami, can't we have Baby Ray? Like... EastEnders colon babies. <laughs> baby Enders. That'd be great. They do it with, like, uh, comic books, so you get, like, a baby version of Spider-Man. Or Rugrats. Rugrats? Where they're all just walking around as babies. Yeah. And then, it makes like, me feel in... uncomfortable. <laughs> You know, it's like those babies in flower pots in like pictures and frames, and everyone's got one in their house. I'm like, uh, yuck! You don't know this baby. <laughs> what if um, the final episode of these Enders airs, and at the end it zooms out of Albert Square, and you're actually in a playpen, and like the playpen has got like the things that you can link up to like being the Bic and stuff, and you've got a Danny Dyer looking baby. It's just a baby in a waistcoat. <laughs> I was gonna say, how do you know? And you got a Phil-looking baby, and it's just like a an over, a baby with a gun, an overweight baby with like a black uh, jacket on. Mm. You got Sharon baby, which is just mini skirt, a mini skirt. You've got, lots of makeup. You've got Ian Bill baby, which cash. is just just cash. Yeah, that one. <laughs> but another baby tries to take it, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> we had that the classic scene, which we get every Mel Jack storyline, is Jack saying to Mel, "You're playing games." Why are you playing games? Oh, and Mel going, games. I'm not playing games anymore. I'm over playing games. And Jack goes, you're not. You're still playing games, Mel. And Mel goes, oh, I'm not talking to you anymore. And at the end of the episode, she's actually still playing games with Ray. <sighs> so she is playing games. And Detective Jack goes, right. What games are you playing? Pop up Pirate? Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> I'm not playing this with you anymore. Bananagrams. <laughs> Back on the bus. Yeah, let's get back on the bus. It's that time of the week. It's Albert Square Off, where we take um, some characters and we strip them naked, search them. You do for that, weapons, not me. Um, I'm having a coffee. And advantages. And then we pit them in a fight against each other. It's round two. Uh, last week saw Hunter take on Ted. And of course, Hunter won that. Uh, no one has said any otherwise. So Ted is now finally out of the competition. Thank God. Despite being a public favourite from the start. that he's in there still. <laughs> uh, so currently into the next round, we have Max, Jay, Sharon, Kat, Haley, and Hunter. Mm. And left in this round, we have Robbie, Stacey, Stu and Martin. Do you want to choose a name for me? Yes. So the first name out of the hat this week is... It is Martin Fowler. Oh, oh he's having a big week this week. <laughs> yes, he's it. doing a lot. And we know a lot about history now as well. We do, yeah. He's got, he's got a dark past. He's got something in him. He is going up against... <sighs> no one wanted to see this. He's going up against Stu. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Wait, Stu, we haven't <laughs> rang the bell. Oh, he's already stabbing him. <laughs> you said he I didn't know. have a knife. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Give me some stats, Amelia. Alright, Martin's dark past is something to be thought of, okay? He was in prison, but only for two months, released on good behaviour. He, um, he's fought the odds, he's had a lesbian wife, yep. he's been involved with social workers, he's had to counsel and nurse Stacey back from mental health issues. Yeah. He's a good dad, he's one of the lads, well, apparently he's not got a fit wife. Well, when we look at the stats of Stu, wild card, we'll do literally anything to win. The only advantage no that Martin morals. has, no morals, no ethics, only advantage that Martin would have against Stu is that, no, is that he's not Danny Dyer. And Stu does tend to go, he yeah. is a little bit obsessed with the Carter's hammer, but if you squinted, gave Martin a haircut, 
and put him in a waistcoat. He looks similar. There's a, they're fighting an oversized t-shirt, do you know this? In 90s. Tell me if I'm wrong, but it's got to be Stu. Like, <laughs> Tell me what's going to happen, what are you labeled, saying? We labelled Martin as the walking jacket, like a couple of like, episodes, like, well, many episodes throughout, ago. Throughout all 33 episodes, whenever Martin's been mentioned, his jacket is not being far behind. we have watched Stu stab himself. We have argued that he has shot himself. We yeah. have watched him scream at himself. We have watched him light fires in his own flat. We've watched him beat up his friends and then beg them to kill him. There's no way he's going to go into a fight like this. Maybe And he's... just let Martin Fowler do him over. This is fun for him, okay? Messing with the Carters is a job. Beating up Martin Fowler is fun. It's leisure for him. <laughs> right, and he is going to enjoy every single moment of it. So he goes in, this is what's going to happen. Martin sees it's Stu, poos immediately. Okay, he realises. Stacy starts screaming, she can't watch. Stu starts giggling. <laughs> He's got his little headband, his head bandage on, and he just ravages Martin. Audience, please. If you truly think that Martin <laughs> Fowler could beat the one and only Stu, please let me know. But there is just no... Even if Stu was a baby, I think he would be able to beat Martin. Because he'd pull the whole... Stab! <laughs> Right, so you've heard it here first. Uh, I don't Amelia... think that's first. I think a couple of people have actually said Stu could kill anyone. Amelia has pushed you through to round three of Albert's Go Off above of Martin. If you agree with Shocking. Amelia, uh, send a message in. If you don't agree and have a reason why Martin Fowler will be able to defeat Stu Highway, um, please do message in and tell please. me. Please tell me how it's going to happen. I would love any scenario where Martin wins. Any scenario that you give, we will read out loud next week's episode and we will seriously consider. Right, so moving on to our third stop. This is a hefty week. The Sad House. I didn't... Can you smell that in the air? Desperation. <laughs> I did originally name this section just Misk because we saw Ian Bill. Briefly. So I'll put Ian Bill at the top of this. I mean, can we just mention that Ian said like, oh, you've grown up, and then immediately he went, not like that. Which is kind of like... And then looked around over his shoulder to see if Stu is about. I'm not a nonce! Well, Ruby's in her 20s, but also, like, it's just, I kind of appreciate Ian for the fact that he just can't... He just can't? Like... He can't what? He looks like a creepy old man. He acts like somehow. But he can't commit to the role. He always just has to be a little bit daddy-like. Well, I think he did that because he was scared that Mel might hear. Oh, of course, and their upcoming nuptials. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the sad house this week, Mm -hmm. um, the storyline of Billy, Jay and Honey and Dentist Adam continues. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. This just erupted midway through the week where Billy came into the cafe and Honey was like, uh, wants to go to the toilet, but didn't want to leave her one bag at bag the and table. Jacket? Take your bag and your yeah, jacket with so you. Yeah, so she saw Billy come in and she was like, oh, Billy, you'll do. <laughs> sit and Is watch my... she said on the... Her, sit and watch my phone. Her and... marriage vows <laughs> herself. You'll do. <laughs> sat, sit with my phone while I go take a poo. He sat there and, <laughs> and watched over her phone. She got a text from Adam at that point. He deleted it. Why First didn't... text ever, actually, yeah, looking yeah. at the conversation. <laughs> Again. Why didn't she... Um, have a lock on her phone doesn't matter he um, probably knows the key <laughs> and then yeah he deleted the message because obviously he wants honey back still and he's still playing this long game uh adam got her a present from vegas did he go mm-hmm. why is he going to vegas for a dentist convention, thing? i guess a dentist convention yeah. in vegas yeah brilliant and he brought her back a book but he gave her the wrong book because he gave her an art book when that was for his secretary receptionist he actually got her a book the same size. About makeup. About makeup because she's thick. Before that, she said to Billy, Oh, I'm just scared that Adam thinks I'm thick. And Billy goes, oh, I know exactly what that feels like because everyone looks at me and they know I'm thick. Our and... weekly dose of remember <laughs> Billy? He's stupid. <laughs> yeah, but this time coming directly from the horse's mouth, which yeah. is nice. Uh, after Honey says to Adam, oh, I think you're too good for me. I'm, I'm just a. I'm just a shop girl. I'm nothing special. She finally realised. Adam then comes back in and gives her the actual book and she's like, oh, actually, no, I I do love you, Adam. Let's let's kiss in front of my ex-husband, Billy. I mean, the first thing I want to talk about, if that's okay, is just how much I feel sorry for Jay. We say this every time. Jay came on the screen and we both went, oh, Jay! (laughs) 
we like Jay. We enjoy Jay. Jay even when Jay's doing something boring, it's fun. I love Jay and so much. He's a, he's an undertaker. He's a teenage undertaker. I'd love to watch I don't his think he's life. a teenager anymore. Why is he not living in the Undertaker's house? He has I the would... flat. But ultimately, <laughs> I just say every time we see this sad house, it gets more and more like a home. Honey has just come around and put toys in and just like thrown everything around and made it a home. And poor Jay. Truly poor Jay. And then there's other scenarios. So he's living with a family, a broken family. He has to live with Billy and his bloody long games. Jay have to listen to Billy go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get a Chinese and put a rom-com on. Poor Jay! <laughs> Did we ask Jay if he's got plans? I want to watch Vin Diesel, Billy. <laughs> Fast and Furious 4! It's on Blu-ray! Is the next dramatic storyline going to be Jay killing himself? Really? <laughs> and also, Is he going to undertake himself as well? And he's, he, as his ghost, he's going to go around the square and beg for money to bury himself. EastEnders, truly, tell me why Jay can't live in that flat. That Honey used to live in because she moved out because she couldn't live there because Billy wasn't that wasn't Billy's job anymore. Yeah, it's Jay's job. Why yeah. can't he live in it? Uh, Why does he have to be in the sad house? I feel like this is a character that EastEnders has no love for anymore. No one, sad. no one's got the heart to tell the actor it's time for you to leave. But no one has any ideas for him, and yeah. it's a real shame. I wanted him to date the prostitute. That could have been the light-hearted story that I could have been enjoying. <laughs> does he know Jay trying to work or? out if he could, if you know? How to say I love you. A real secret diary of the cool girl uh, scenario. (laughs) Fine for me. I would have enjoyed it. And so then we have Honey saying, because she was given an art book, which first of all, it's just bricks. Well, if I found out that like I'd been given the same, essentially the same present as my potential love interest's secretary, I'd be like, I'd be more annoyed at that than not understanding art. Like, I like a book, but if I'd found out that you brought me a book and also like, I don't know, your mate from work a book. I'd be like, oh, okay. You don't have to be a brain to just enjoy art. That's why art is cool, because everyone likes it. She just hates art. Yeah, and she made herself say, I'm just so stupid. Yeah, you are. And you'll always remain stupid unless you branch out, read a book, do some Googling. Billy was like, oh, you don't have to study for anything. She should. (laughs) Better yourself. Um, Billy believing that Honey was in her room having it off with Adam Ugh. and he comes in he's pointing at the door going they're in there they're doing it and Jay's going sit down you f***ing freak and he puts on his little pink earmuffs and watches like a, a war a rom-com it's well, the first of all he put on like no, well, no he, first of all he put on like an old fashioned romance where they're kissing well, he and just he just couldn't stand it I don't understand because he switched on the TV he must have changed the channel he, like, they have one channel. Have they only tuned one channel in it? They yeah, haven't got free view. They've just well, got like some sort of... Jay was going to get around to it and now he's like, oh, why bother? Janet keeps messing with it anyway. <laughs> she only wants to watch that one channel because it's got the One Direction show on it or whatever. I don't really care about this storyline. No, I like, just feel bad for Jay. I want more for Jay. Yeah, I'd rather a step away from the Billy Honey mess and just see a bit of Jay come out yeah, of his shell. I'd love that. Midway through Honey and Jay's conversation, we had Keanu making yeah. his uh, weekly appearance. Oh, so just to remind us that uh, Shanu is happening. And there's something strawberry flavoured in their future. <laughs> and he looked very excited for that. And then the second Keanu appearance was, uh, it's not really related to the South House, but we've touched on Keanu now. Him telling Bernie about Jagger and how he's a drug dealer. Mm. But he said it in a way, he went, he's a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird force. <laughs> He's a drug birdie. He is a drug because Tiff can't oh, get enough of him. Oh, that's deep. Mm. Is that what they're going for? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Is that it? That's it for me. Sad house, done. Top of the pops is the game where we rank the daddies Ooh. of the square oh. based on five categories. Oh. And we have a we have a number one daddy so far, which is Jack. And we have a number none daddy, which is, of course, Billy. Pathetic. Ranked out of 50. Here we go. Who's our daddy this week, Abner? It's Ray slash Simon. Daddy Ray Simon. He's got double the kids, as we found out last week. Double (laughs) the daddy. (laughs) Double the identity. (laughs) Double everything. I wonder if he's got double penis. No. Um, (laughs) Daddy Ray Simon. What's he like for style? I think he's looking good. He's He's got a bit of grey in the the hair and he kind of curls it. He's working it. He's working it. He's fashionable grey. He looks nice. He's a silver fox. He looks... He looks presentable every time yeah, I see him. He's yeah. never got any kind of beard going on. No. Even first thing out of the 
out of bed with Mel when Hunter yeah. bursts in every morning to have. <laughs> have you done it? Have you done it? I want a sister. I want to see. <laughs> he always looks good. He always looks under pre- un- like not under pressure, very yeah. calm. I'm yeah. gonna give him a five. I'm gonna follow that with a five because I think he's a he's a good looking guy. I'm not saying he's a nice guy, but he's a good looking guy. Uh, secondly, kiddie care slash responsibility. Ugh, this is where he falls down. You're saying that? Responsibility, perhaps. Kiddie care? As you've already said earlier, because you, you uh, shouted down my possibility of grooming. <laughs> yeah. um, he seems like a guy. He seems like a role model. He he's... seems like someone that Hunter wants I to be. I thought he would and... be until he took Hunter out on the Canzos and the Lagers and then... Left uh, him on the couch. Alright, they're leaving on the couch, maybe, but they're kind of bonding exercise, going out as a couple of lads. Yeah. I think that was a nice thing. And I think, like, if Hunt, if no one knew about the other life, mm-hmm. he'd be seen as a nice, a good dad. I think so. So I as mean, long as you don't I... know about the lies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but, I mean, he's also a pretty good dad to, is it Jake? Yes. I mean, he seems Named pretty... after Jack Browning. Of course. <laughs> He seemed really like um, supportive of him for him looking at the monsters in the comic book. So it's a bit of a hard one for me, this, because responsibility, as, as I've said, it's not great. It's a zero responsibility because he's pissing about, isn't he, really? But I think if we were to give him any higher, we would pre- we would be pretending that he wasn't putting them first mm. and not coming clean. And that's so. I think I'm going to give him a two. I'm going to give him a three. Uh, moving swiftly on to skills. What skills has he got? Lying. He's got a, a good skill for like manipulation. He, manipulation, and he can dig up dirt on anyone. He can. He's yeah. also driving about. He, he can drive. He's um he's pretty good at the romance. For good old Mel. He's good at uh, fighting. He's good at fighting. Yeah. I'm gonna give him a four. A four on skills. I'm gonna actually shock you and give him a five. Fourth temperament. Ugh. He's never lost his cool. Like, he did with Lewis. No, Jeff. Sorry. He lost his. Okay, he left it, lost his cool with Lewis, but that took a lot of pushing. But everyone else, he's kind of just manipulated his way them out. Yeah. He's kind of said, don't do it against me because I've got dirt on you. And you. And you. Kids. And you over there. <laughs> and that and you, the audience. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And he but doesn't lose his cool. T- no, he doesn't, but at the same time, he has kind of got a bit snappy with Mel. He has got snappy, yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he hasn't... I'm going to give him another three. He hasn't kind of, like, clenched, clenched his fist and gone... Off on one, you know? Yeah, but you don't have to physically fight someone to have a bad temperament. You can just no. like, snap and be rude and not kind of acknowledge that. I'm going to match you on a three. Yeah, I think that's, that's reasonable for him. And finally, Dilf question mark. Would Dad, you like to friend? Would you friend Formally him? friend. Would you formally friend Ray? Um, listen, if you'd asked me this a week ago, hmm. I'd be formally friending him everywhere. <laughs> the accent, the nice style. Yeah. However, he's a liar. He has another son and a wife. Hmm. And I don't rate lights. I leave him a two. I'm down to a two. Uh, I think I'd be I'd be mates with him. Like I would be like best. I wouldn't be like Danny Dyer mates with him. Mm-hmm. But I'd be yeah. I'd have, I'd have a drink with him. He's, oh, nice. he's probably got a couple of stories from the Met when he did work there. Did he work there? Did, did he, he ever there? work there? <laughs> we don't know. But have a couple, I think he's got a couple I of mean, fun he's stories. Got a face. He's got he's got he's got the ability to storytell anything. I think uh, between men as well, he's, he's quite charming. Between he's men, probably, yeah, he's you know, a like, you have no. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him a four generous all right audience this is the long bit that abner usually cuts out where he tallies up the scores right so the scores are in right okay so who's the top again and what's their score uh at the top we've got jack with 46 wow and who's at the bottom at the bottom we've got billy with 17 last week we had Stu, and he ranked at 29 nice okay and what has daddy ray got this week it's it's surprisingly strong I thought it would be because you kept ranking him high. I did keep ranking it, yeah, but I had my reasons. I was going down. I, I was trying reasons. to undercut him by going low, but <laughs> he's ten points behind Jack. It's thirty-six. Oh, so who's he sandwiched between now? Um, so he's slipped in between Mick on forty point five and Phil on thirty-one. Oh wow! He's okay. a better dad than Phil Mitchell. Anyone can do that, <laughs> except for Billy <laughs> and Martin and Mum and Ted and Ian. <laughs> Lovely. The final stop this week. Our final stop. Right, it's back to the Slaters. Oh, or it's not really the Slaters. It's well, it's like the Misk featuring Slaters. Like they're just living in the house. This is the real Misk. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. The Jaggers. The Jagger family. No, da, I da, mean, da, da. they're the they're the Deans, aren't they? Because isn't it Tiffany Dean as well? Uh, no, it's I, Tiffany I, Butcher. Isn't I just it, count yeah. it as the Tiff the Jagger story. So this the week, 
this week we had Tiff who was continuing on with, with her drug dealing boyfriend. We thought of the Duff Duffs last week that she might have been seeing through something, but she's obviously just oh, no. getting manipulated to the point where Whitney is telling her to stop. She's um, formally and publicly humiliating Bernie. Who well, no, just she, wants to be she her said friend. to Whitney that um, they're over. Oh, yeah. But, so she's, she's like, keeping this. Yeah, so she's keeping the secret. Now. Yeah. She's um, publicly humiliating Bernie because that's what Jagger wants to do. She's um, transporting drugs. And yeah, she's just kind of being a little bit embarrassing, really. Oh, and she's calling out Lou for like trying to come onto her dirty boyfriend. Right, can we leave Jagger alone with comments like that, please? Honestly, though, like imagine if you saw her on the street, I would literally like make sure my phone was in my bag and be like, no, 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 I don't want a leaflet. Thank you. As there's no Carters, this is default my favourite story because we've got Jagger, we've got like the you weird are a big Jagger fan. <laughs> I love the Bird Gang. I love, I love everything about I it. I did want more of like last week. I did say that I thought that Bernie and Styx's chemistry was off the charts, and I didn't get to see it this week. Well, we had one little scene with them together, but I think that it wasn't I, going great. I think that the director realised the sparks that were flying and were like, "Don't look at each other, okay? Looks like something's going to happen between you." <laughs> I was ready for it, but unfortunately, no. Uh, so this storyline pretty much started with... Um, this This is the first point where Jagger's not been the full nice guy that he had been, where he's gone, I don't want you to do it. Now he's, he was kind of going, oh, well, if you're not going to do it, I'll message this other girl and she'll do it. I know. And I and thought, she's... oh, no, nice guy Jagger, don't do that. I genuinely thought that she was... like She's been portrayed as quite like a more like mature ch- ch- character beforehand. Like I actually thought yeah. that she was 15. Street smart. Now I'm like, oh my god, if you are Bianca's daughter, uh, Bianca's daughter yeah. you are just in it for the dong, really. <laughs> like she'll do anything. Cut that out. <laughs> You're in it for the dong. I mean, she's in it for the man, isn't she? Like if they've got it, if Bianca or Tiff have men in their lives, they'll do anything for them. Yeah. Even like, and then Oh, it was just so. So hard basically, to watch. the the drop went wrong. Mm-hmm. Went wrong. Okay, surprisingly, uh, because, because so, even Tiff was so sure that she could do it. Some, Follow the instructions, so, babe. Even I can do it. Some guy on the tube just said, "Oh, plans have changed. I'm meeting on the." Tube. How did he know that she was on that tube? I reckon there's someone that he's someone that's involved, but he just kind of like wanted to rip them off. Yeah, but how did he know that she'd be on that tube? That's my big question. How did he just? Maybe he just got on with it. He just saw her and yeah. thought, "That's Tiffany Butcher." Yeah. Or, Dean or whatever your name is Tiff. and then it got back and Jagger wasn't very happy that she hadn't followed the plan surprisingly but then it came out that actually it was all right because it was the right guy oh nice and um, and she was previously this is all happening in the chicken shop of mm-hmm. course of course and she was sta- I like this she was standing um, like behind uh, yeah. Jagger and the gang and with like some her. other people on the seats and then because it was alright Jagger like beckoned her over like a king <laughs> A real, a real kingpin, yeah. He just ushered to the girl next to him to move. And he went, gonna make her stand all night, are ya? And then Tiff took her place next to the king. But she's so <laughs> stupid. Like, like, I love I love his little gang. I love the fact that he's the lead. I love that it's like a, I mean, a mob sort of... It's like Teenage Sopranos. I enjoyed it's that just... they were calling Bernie Barb. It's just for the simple fact that any of them could look like they could afford Netflix. <laughs> like, babes. Were well, you watching that, that on the library? You and, then they, it? and then later on, they spoiled Stranger Things by telling everyone oh, in yeah, the, the audience. Oh, Barb gets eaten by a monster. By, but yeah. Yeah, thanks, Oops. Well, thanks for that. Have you Just seen put Stranger a spoilers, Things? Yeah, put a spoiler warning at the start. Yeah, that's true. Anyone who's not seen it, if there is anyone, ooh, so. They were loving making fun of her until she dropped the spliff in the puddle. But really, like, what did you think was going to happen if you gave Bernie, like, don't let her sit next to a puddle then? Let me just go in on this. <laughs> you loved this scene, whereas I actually felt really uncomfortable with this scene. I did not feel uncomfortable at all. I thought this has been so long coming for Bernie to be put in a to be bullied, basically. <laughs> I don't I'm not saying bullying is right or good, but in this case, the fact that I I can't sit and watch this girl anymore uh wander around the square looking miserable. Uh, always, whenever she gives advice, she does it in this way which you just think, Bleh. needs a bad taste in your mouth. And she's got this high ground, she just always has an opinion on everything, has to be involved, and for this little group, <laughs> hone in on her yeah. and go, you are a barb. <laughs> is you this a thing? It, is yeah. barb a thing? I like, is that so. an actual insult? 
I don't, I mean, maybe, but really only sort of to a very select and minute amount of people. But for it to be an insult that actually kind of worked, kind of like telling her that she is the boring yeah, friend. Yeah, but actually, Barb in Stranger Things was a the cool boring character. Friend. No, no, I liked her. She was the boring her. friend. She was the boring friend, they're completely correct. I liked her. I thought she, she was being a good friend. I thought that she was interesting. I liked her fashion choices. I really don't think that Barb deserved to be compared to Bernie. Well, okay, Barb is a more interesting character than Bernie. Yeah. Yes, okay, we get that. So it's actually a compliment to Bernie, is what they're giving. Yeah. But I just love the fact they did go in on her, and it brought her down. It couldn't have happened to a better character. It honestly could not have happened to anyone. If it happened to even Louise, I would have felt a little bit bad. Yeah. I don't really like Louise, but I would have felt a little bit bad that she'd been bullied. But Bernie, oh, it's just been so long coming. And then they made her, they all chanted Barb until she took a toke on the spliff. And she coughed it up, dropped it, and then it was Jagger who went, what do you say? He said, um, get her out of my sight. Get her out my sight! <laughs> no. Escort her from the premises. She's literally, I just, I'm just getting annoyed now because, like, why set Tiff up to be this, like, quite mature, quite street smart, you know, character? Just to have her fall at the first hurdle with some dirty adult man. Like, like, if I see much more, I think I'm going to be bored. But because this week they just went in on Bernie. Yeah. And I think marks. as well is that, like, I just don't care. Like, Bernie's such a much... She's a much better friend than me. Because as soon as, like, someone had, like, obviously chose... Like, just Im- humiliated me in front of, like, some guy, I'd be like, nah, babe, see ya. Well, I think it's because Bernie probably still fancies Tiff. She sure loves her. No, I think that she's, I think like, it is. I, think, I think friend. I reckon that's going to come back with a vengeance. Okay. Well, I think that she's just trying to be a friend. But really... I don't care. Like, and also, I think Whitney, I would just say to Whitney, no, they're still together, and no, she's being a bit of a canis cow to me, so I'm not going near her. Like, good luck. If she wants to be some drug dealer's mule, then that's her business. Yeah, I don't understand why Bunny has kind of, like, just... Taken on the, pay- like, the... Yeah, just, you just tell Whitney, Whitney. She's all out for telling everyone else things, so why yeah. are you doing this now? I don't know why I like this so much, either. We had, like, a little... Uh, where's Wally cameo from Bernie? Oh yeah, where the, the day after it cut seen. to her. It's the fact that she cut to her like semi in the distance, like behind some bins. It was like a and she was wearing a bloody red and white striped jumper. It was just I, I immediately said, "Oh, where's Waldo?" I don't want to see any more of it. I don't care if Tiff wants to be with that guy. Then who cares? Get him off the screen. I reckon they can turn it up. They could turn up the. Yeah. I think it's on like a four or five at the moment. I reckon they can get it up to a nine. Mainly, I just can't wait for Tiff. She's always had a bit too much confidence. Like, yeah. for someone who's walking around, again, Bianca's daughter. <laughs> but it is time for the return of East Enders Sentence Enders! That's right. The power. Uh, we didn't have it last week. We had a little break from it. Why? Because I couldn't be bothered. Um. This week, I really couldn't be bothered either, but I still did it. The rules are simple. <laughs> I've cut some sentences that people have said this week on the show and taken the last word or words off the end and replaced it with the duff duff. And it is your job, Amelia, and anyone listening at home to tell me what that missing word or words is. Without further ado, shall we get on with it? East Ender Sentence Ender number one. Well? No favours, no freebies, just a job job is going to everything about this jeff everything you were quick in with that yeah i think that's it so is it again i want you to find out everything about jeff everything you can about jeff very quick in let's find out everything you know about jeff well no favors no freebies just a job the job is I want you to look into Jeff, that bloke that Ray beat up. Look into Jeff. Look into Jeff. I'll give you half of that. Thank you. You were there. I did get his name. You got his name, which is, I don't think you would get the name. I already mentioned him, remember? True. So onwards, Eastern Sensender, number two. Whenever you're nervous, right, just just think about what other people would do. Like him? Well, I don't know, you know, anyone you know, the next person who leaves his shop. Oh, right now, I'm in the minibar. Strawberry? Oh, you're a... Robbery? Is it your filthy? Mm. I'm sure it's your filthy or something. That's what you're going with. This is, of you course, filthy. Carney's little cameo. Yeah. You're filthy. Let's find or you're out. you're killing me. I'll go with you filthy, because it is filthy. You're filthy? I think it's killing me, but you're I'm going filthy. with filth. You're filthy. 
right. He's referring to Phil. Let's find out. Whenever you're nervous, right, just just think about what other people would do. Like him? Well, I don't know. You know, anyone you know, the next person who leaves his shot. Oh, right now, I'm in the minute, Mark. Strawberry? Are oh, you a proper filthy? <laughs> right! <laughs> you're a proper filthy. Yeah, you're right. So that's one and a half out of two. The last sentence end of this week. They're in her bedroom. Sit down, shut up, and stop being a... Press? Pervert. Pratt or pervert? Pratt. A phrase you didn't think you'd be saying on Bill With It this week. Pratt. I'd like to go with Pratt, please. They're in her bedroom. Sit down, shut up, and stop being a Pratt. Oh, yes. Two and a half out of three this week. You That's know like why? Because I was really engaged with this week's episode. A episodes. big week. A yeah. big week. Right, okay, who are your hot and nots this week, Abner? Your hot, please, first. Uh, oh, my God. My hot this week. I've got one. Go on, give me your hot first. No, my hot. Stacy. Good friend, Stacey, wanted to I was... be there for Ruby. She didn't know how to best support her, so she went to the police, got a pamphlet. She wanted to encourage her. She used her story to, you know, try and make sure that she wasn't pushing Ruby into anything. She was just saying, yeah. if you do this one thing and I'll go with you, then, you know, then you'll have options later on. I'm going to give my hot to Detective Jack. Mm, Jack attack. Uh, because, you know, he said it. He said what he wanted to say. He said, I'm not. I'm not going to be your lapdog, Mel. Yeah. I'm not going to come running back to you. You've made your bed, now lie in it. Good. And I was like, yeah, my man Jack. Mm -hmm. He's not just run back. So yeah, who's, who's your not? Who's my not? Sonia. <laughs> yeah. She's not one for the women, is she? It's like, it, if she has, she wants to care about you, you literally have to be directly related to her. Yeah. And then she might care. She doesn't even care that much about Tina, her ex-girlfriend, who they used to like. <laughs> oh, yeah. She doesn't care about anyone. Yeah. Ruby looking shocked and nervous. She, as a nurse... Should have been noticing signs of shock, really. Uh, my not is probably go go to Honey and Biddy collectively. Yeah. Because they're just Biddy's, as we know, pathetic, mm -hmm. pathetic little man. Yep. Uh, playing all these weird games where he's deleting texts. Honey, like she's getting over bit. Well, not getting over. She's over Biddy, and she's moving on. But I don't know. It's still something about her attitude towards everything how she thinks she's better than everyone even though this week she said i'm not better than everyone she still thinks she is she still thinks she is and she still kind of like lords it over people as yeah. well especially the way she spoke to adam she was like i'm not smart and i'll never be smart and your intention with this book was to make me feel bad about herself yeah Myself. she didn't even give him the chance to say Ooh, no. well actually no i didn't that was yeah. a mistake or even actually i just thought that you and i could go to a, a gallery one day because that's something i enjoy she couldn't mm -hmm. even for a second think that yeah. he might have been sharing an interest of hers. And then on top of that, her. um, she just like got off with him in front of Billy, which was really weird. I and think. rude, I think. She knows how Billy feels about Especially him. Especially after Billy like even put well, probably didn't put his motives to a side, he probably still had them in his head. Where yeah, he's, but I mean Where he's you... like cornering her in a cafe and saying, You're just the smartest woman I know and I'm thick. I've got nothing left. to contact us you can follow us and rate and subscribe us and listen at um apple itunes podcasts mm. or you can find us on youtube at beal with it and eastenders podcast you can find us on facebook at beal with it and eastenders podcast or on twitter at bwi underscore podcast or you can email us at beal with it dot podcast at gmail dot com i've got a bit of news for next week though please like a next week on beal with it <laughs> um i have it from a reliable source that someone's back and it's not Phil. Oh, is this the one that you showed me when I was brushing my teeth? Hashtag get it trending. Get it trending. Hashtag dots back. Dots back. Sixteenth of October. Oh. Dot is Should back. we have a dot viewing party? A dot viewing party, live tweets. Should we both um, smoke a cigarette in honour of her coming back? Bill with dot. Bill with dot. Can we change it please to Bill with Just dot? Just for one week only, it's Bill with dot. That would suit me because it would be twenty minutes. <laughs> beep beep bye.